Hello and welcome back to the Just Be Here With Me podcast. Today I am sharing the story of how I picked my major and this is an episode for anyone who's really kind of in the waves, in the ocean of where do I go with my life and my career and college and I'm really not sure. And if you're in high school listening to this, um, I hope this can be helpful but just also know and if you're a freshman listening to this, you know, there are so many different pathways you can take in your life. And so many different ways you can even get a job without it being necessarily aligned with your major, through experience, through an internship, through, you know, just different things. So majors aren't everything, but choosing a major that can be aligned with your career can be a real advantage because obviously you have a lot more opportunities in your area of expertise and interest. Uh, And so I hope that this can be helpful to you. Just my story. I will release an episode at some point soon with tips about how to choose a major, how to know what, you know, major you should be in potentially. I mean, obviously should is a huge word (laughs) because on average people change their majors seven times, you know, before they get to the one that they, they land on, you know? So it's really things that you're interested in now or things that you think are going to be your career now may, you may change, you may change those things. And so Uh, be open to that journey. But I hope that my journey and my twists and turns can be a little bit of an inspiration for you and also a comfort if you've had some twists and turns in your journey as well. So we'll start out really young (laughs) uh, because I'm going to talk about just (laughs) career-wise what I wanted to do as a kid and kind of how that feeds into what I'm doing now and what I want to do and my aspirations throughout my life and my majors and everything. So I started out as a kid in elementary school going, I want to be an exotic animal trainer, which I know sounds kind of like, where did you get that? And they always asked us, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I was like, I don't know. Like, I have no idea, you know? Um, And I really, I don't remember before this what I might've said, um, but I do know when I was in fifth grade, I read this book by Ralph Helfer called The Beauty of the Beasts, and I highly recommend this book, by the way. It's all about him being an exotic animal trainer, (laughs) and he actually um, had a lion who was, like, living with him, and he was very close with this lion. It was a very interesting story. He has different books on this elephant that he found and rescued, and um, this lion, Zamba, and um, Modoc is the name of the elephant. It's so interesting. I highly recommend it. Um, And he was one of the first trainers, I believe the first, to use affection training. And and, um, a lot of people, like the standard treatment of animals when they were being trained um, was like using a whip and using aggression and stuff. And he didn't do that. He decided, you know, I think it's called like affection or something. I don't know if that's the correct term because it's been a while since I picked up this book again. (laughs) I think I picked it up again in middle school. So give me, um, some, some leeway, I guess, if, if you have read this book recently, (laughs) but, (laughs) um, I think it's called affection trainer or something like that, where he, he used this concept of like gentleness and, you know, things that you wouldn't necessarily expect to work because there's a lot of fear involved, I think, with a lot of these bigger, more, you know, kind of intense animals. <laughs> and and he, you know, had these experiences where, you know, he, he felt that it was important not to do that. And so um, he pioneered 
a whole new training method. And I don't know if that influences how zoos handle animals now or anything, but I think it did have a lot of influence on other animal trainers. And so it's just a really interesting book overall, but that really had a big impression on me. And I found out about it from a friend, I think, in my fifth grade class. And I read it and I was like, this is what I want to do. This seems cool, you know? (laughs) And uh, I quickly realized that there's a lot of risk involved, obviously, because there's a lot of huge, dangerous animals potentially, right? Um, And so I ended up in middle school going, you know what? I don't think I want to do that anymore. I don't really know. And I started getting in with this group of friends that was very into books. And we read a lot of like YA books and things like that. And I started reading those and I started thinking to myself, like, I love these stories. I'd love to create something similar. And so I started writing and I love writing. I still love writing (laughs) and I loved it so much. And I ended up writing my own books and actually trying to get them published. Fun fact. It was so interesting. I look back now and I'm like, I had so much confidence for someone so young to be like, I'm going to approach a literary agent about this, you know? So it's crazy. My journey is very crazy. But yeah, I thought, you know what? I want to be a writer. I want to be a writer. I, that's what I want to do. You know, I want to write books. Um, and I still, getting into high school, was like, I want to be a writer. This is what I want to do. Um, and so I still kind of, I guess, have that in me <laughs> um, in a lot of ways. Um, and I still write in my free time. And I got into blogging um, and that whole thing. When I was actually 12 years old, I started blogging. Um, blogging about writing a book, actually, (laughs) and being a writer, writing about writing, um, and ended up over time becoming like a lifestyle blogger, fashion blogger at one point, mindset blogger. I got into life coaching as well and and coaching, business coaching, online business coaching and things like that. Um, And, you know, it was really interesting because I was very young at the time. And (laughs) I look back on that now and I have some interesting lessons that I learned from that time of just like, wow, okay, like I was super young getting into this. And there was a lot of messaging around business that I I now don't embrace. And um, I'm no longer a business owner. And I've changed my mindset on a lot of different things. But I was able to help some people set things up. I did some website design in my free time and really started to get good at it because I'd been doing it for so long, setting up my own websites for different businesses and different blogs and so different projects, you know. So I helped people over the years set up websites. So when I got to college, I thought, I want to major in graphic design or I want to do something and become like we do something in design. I want to become a graphic designer. So I thought I was pretty set on that. And so I started in Associates of Arts fine arts program. Um, and I was realizing like, okay, this is a lot of artsy stuff. Um, I'm getting my gen eds out. I went to community college and highly recommend that by the way, I'll make another episode on my thoughts on community college and why I would recommend it as well. Um, it's been a really good option for me, but you know, that may not be your path and that's okay. Um, for me, it was great. And so I got some experience there getting my gen eds out of the way, but I also, Um, ended up going, you know, the Associates of Fine Arts program is really focused on art, like in fine art, obviously. And so I didn't really get as much of the design. I was like, I'm not going to get into graphic design until I'm in the third year of my program. And how do I know, you know, because I was, I didn't know Adobe. I didn't know any of those programs. I'd mostly worked with Canva, which if you're familiar with Canva, you know, it's kind of like um, a, a smaller scale, much smaller scale compared to Adobe. Illustrator and Photoshop, um, a design platform. 
you know, mostly used for like social media and things like that. And so I'd gotten into that as a blogger and was pretty good at that. And so I thought, you know what, that would be fun. Um, and vector work, which if you're familiar with Illustrator, you know, there's a lot of different things you can do with Illustrator. You can't do with Canva and it's a lot more complicated. There's a lot more tools. And so I switched my program to be to, to be a technical program. It was a two-year technical program at my community college. And I started getting into graphic design, like actual graphic design work. Because I was like, I want to see if I can do this. I want to see if this is what I want to do. And I thought it was. And then I got into it and I was like, this is way too technical for me. I don't like it. Um, I don't like using these programs. I don't see myself in this career. I don't see myself in this life. I really started to hate it. (laughs) And so I went back to um, my advisor and I was like, I don't want to do this, you know? (laughs) So I was like, I don't know what I want to do. And so I decided to switch to an Associates of Arts program, which is what I'm currently finishing up right now. And it has been the best decision because I now know more what I want to do and I took a lot of classes and a lot of gen eds and I ended up getting into communications courses and really loving them got into sociology courses love those as well um and am now really getting into um my last few courses to be able to graduate I have two left after the semester (laughs) and so I now know that I want to major in communications and I am really refining that to um, include some maybe minor in marketing potentially. Um, I'm really getting into a lot more refinement about what I want to do Um, and I'm not really sure again yet what my exact career I I want to be doing, uh, what exact career I want to go into, but I know it's something in the communications space advertising, copywriting, writing, editing, um, things like that, proofreading, things like that. Um, and not, not journalism as much, (laughs) although, um, I could go into freelance journalism with a communications degree, um, and media planning and different things or social media planning and management and stuff. So there's a lot of different things I can do with communications. And if you are kind of interested in media and you're kind of interested in social media or marketing or, um, even like journalism and stuff like that, I highly recommend communications as a major because it is very versatile and there's so many things you can do. Just make sure you're tailoring your program. You find a really good program that has a lot of different skills and diverse experiences for you where you can get exposed to a lot of things. Um, What's it like to work in PR? What's it like to be a grant writer? What's it like to fundraise potentially? Um, I don't know if that's always included in communications programs, but if I minor in marketing, I may end up getting some experience in that. Um, It's very related to marketing in a lot of ways. Um, the reason I didn't end up going with a marketing degree is because it has more of a business background. And if you like that, then that's definitely a good, um, potential option for you but for me I knew I want more of that communication side I love communication so much and um, sociology is also very related to communications in a lot of ways because you know social psychology and sociology helps you understand a lot more about the world and and different things I would recommend psychology courses as well 
if you're kind of looking into, you know, the social sciences or the liberal arts, those can kind of help you and supplement some things. Some programs in communications also have sociology components. Um, there's one university in my state that does that. Um, and so it can kind of open you up to a lot of different programs and a lot of different possibilities when you transfer, if you're a transfer student. Um, and just in general, I think those are really great courses to take just to see, you know, what you want to do. And those are generally kind of fun, interesting courses where you learn a lot about yourself and the world. Um, and so for me, um, I get to now incorporate a lot of skills with writing and you know, a lot of different things with the business experience I've had online. And, you know, it just really, it really capitalizes on a lot of things that I both love doing and have a lot of experience already with. Um, and so that's, that's kind of my whole journey. You know, I, I had thought, you know, I, I want to do all these things. I actually, you know, about a year and a half ago was thinking in the summer, I was like, you know what, do I want to go into teaching or something like that or education? And, um, ended up getting a job as a tutor, working in a local school, loved that, but ultimately realized that it wasn't for me, partially because of earning potential right now. And I know I want to earn enough to kind of be comfortable. And I know um, teaching is not always the best job for that. And so I know that as someone who, you know, um, wants to kind of have a little bit of a higher income than the standard income in my state right now, um, I knew that that was not as much something I wanted to pursue, but it wasn't just income because I did really actually love teaching. It was also, um, I knew that I had a lot of health issues and that had shown up a little bit when I was working and had um, interfered a little bit with it. And of course, I had a wonderful, wonderful school and so they were very understanding about it, but I just realized when I was doing that, that I was like, okay, I could do this on the side. I still love this. I could totally do this on the side, volunteer and different things, but I probably don't have the energy right now. Um, and at this point in my life with these things that I'm dealing with that are chronic, that are more long-term to do this. And I knew if I get an education degree, I'm kind of in that sphere. And you can obviously, again, kind of shift what you're doing, but I knew that I wanted to get a major that would apply to a lot of different things and be very versatile. Um, I also looked into communication um, disorders and being a speech language pathologist because that also kind of incorporates the education piece in some ways um, and provides a higher earning potential. Um, and so you need a master's degree for that though. And so I knew, you know, I kind of just want to get my bachelor's and and start the ground running. I knew that I might want to get a master's at some point, but right now that's not in the plans for me. So um, thinking about my major, I really tried to think about my career and where I wanted to go, what I wanted to, what options I wanted to have, um, what I wanted to do, what I wanted my life to look like. Uh, and so I recommend that for you as well, that you think about, you know, what you want your life to look like. If you're thinking about what major you want to uh, go into and, and what what you think will be best. Um, and for me, I know my interests also lie a lot in communications. I really do love communications. I really do just love marketing and all these different things that are a part of communications um, and writing and, you know, just the study of communications and, and social dynamics in general. It really interests me in sociology as well. Um, and 
I knew there were a lot of careers that I was like, that's really cool. I want to do that. Or I would love to have experience doing that, even if that doesn't end up being something that I land on, you know? So that that's my experience. That's my journey. <laughs> I went through a lot of different switches. I don't know. I guess I've switched my major technically because I've switched my degree like three times, but I've switched the thing that I wanted to do in life so many times, probably like 10 different times throughout my entire life. So (laughs) if you're in the same boat, just know that it's totally normal, first of all. And second of all, you know, you're totally not alone if you're not sure what you want to do. I'm actually at the place now where I'm like, you know what? I have so much versatility. I'm probably going to try out a lot of different things throughout my career, but I have a lot of versatility with the communications degree to be able to do that. So, you know, um, thinking about what you want to do and how you can tailor your major to the career you want and tailor your internship experiences, tailor your volunteer experience, whatever you're doing throughout school to make sure that your resume is, is well-rounded for the type of position you want to go for. If you have a career in mind, if you have an idea of what you want to do, Um, think about the pathway you want to take to get there. You know, I would suggest also looking into, you know, is this major something that, you know, has a high potential for, you know, a lot of different, different jobs? Is it something that can adapt with the new technologies that are coming out? Um, Is it something that, you know, what, what do I need to be able to, like, get where I want to go basically because your major is a vehicle your major is something that you know you could be super interested in for sure but you want to make sure that it is practical and applicable to your career as well and it gives you a lot of skills that make you highly desirable to employers so for me I know that it combines all the things that I like um, it's something that gives me that versatility that I love it gives me the ability to work from home as well there are a lot of work from home jobs that I could possibly get. And I know for for me as someone that deals with chronic illness and has dealt with it for a number of years, it's important to me that I have that flexibility in my job. So I thought about all those factors when I was choosing a major. And um, this is kind of getting into a, an advice podcast in some ways. But yeah, that was my whole journey of like, you know, I considered all these things. And it really helped me to choose a major that now is a really great fit for me that I am really passionate about, interested in. Um, the content, and that I can plan a career around or multiple careers around and really be interested in a lot of things with it and feel like I'm graduating with something that's not only applicable to my life and my career and all my career choices, but I also feel like I'm well prepared to, you know, kind of plan my life the way that I would like it and plan my lifestyle in a way where I'm like, okay, like I, I have a lot of movement here that's possible um, depending on where I want to go and, and what I decide. And there's a lot of a lot of versatility, which I, I just really love. So that's my journey. I hope that that was informative for you. I hope that was something that, you know, can kind of encourage you and give you some tips, give you some, you know, interesting insight into my journey. If you're a high school student listening to this, know that you're probably going to change your major is probably likely you know and and at first when you're a freshman take as many different courses as you can um if you know you don't like a subject then obviously sometimes you have to get something out of the way like I had to get math out of the way and I knew I'm not a math person I also knew I wasn't going to major in anything with a lot of science in it um I don't tend to like that as much it's not bad I am interested in it but it's not something that I want to build a career around so if you already know that about yourself and you already know those things 
you know, then you can explore things that you're like, well, I've never heard of that, or well, I don't really know what that is, but I could be interested in a career around it. So try to really explore and see what's out there. Like, I did that a lot with my Associates of Arts degree, and it's just the best thing I have done, and this is how I discovered what I wanted to do. You know, I took a communications course, I took an interpersonal communications course, and that's where I fell in love with communications and was like, this is what I want to do, you know? So I feel like everybody, maybe this isn't true, but I feel like a lot of people have that light bulb moment when they take a course that they're like, I just took this course in like my freshman year, my junior year, whatever, right? Sometimes in their senior year, they take a course and they're like, this is what I want to do, you know? And they they change their major. And so, yeah, um, look into all these things. Look into trade programs too, if you're interested in that and really, you know, explore your options because you have so many things that you can do um, and so many different pathways you can take. So yeah, um, I hope you've had a, an interesting time listening to this. I hope it's been, <laughs> I hope it's been interesting and, and entertaining maybe for you and all the twists and turns that I've taken. And you know, obviously now I'm considering a career um, within marketing, within communications. And so we'll see how that progresses. I'll keep you guys updated, but hopefully my journey gives a little bit of insight into you know, college life and, and tips for you in terms of how to choose a major, maybe. We'll probably get into that in another episode. Uh, but yeah, let me know what you want to see next, what questions you have, what topics you want me to explore. And I hope you have a great week. Thanks for just being here with me today. Hey guys, so this is just a little PS. Um, I wanted to add this to the episode because uh, if you are a listener who has been kind of following my life update and just recent journey with chronic illness, you might want to know how I'm doing with my antibiotic treatment so far because I told you guys I was going to update you. So if you're just here for college info and major info, you can go ahead and just, you know, X out of this podcast um, for the right now, this episode. Um, and, you know, go ahead and join me for the other college episodes. I'd love to have you. But if you are also are here and are interested in any chronic illness things, any chronic illness updates, um, I shared my journey kind of getting, I mean, I didn't go into details, but I kind of said like, you know, I was diagnosed with, um, IMO, which is like a variant of SIBO. If you are familiar with that, it's kind of related to SIBO. It's different, like it's different things. Basically my microbiome is kind of imbalanced. And so, um, my doctor put me on these antibiotics and I said I would update you guys as the journey went on. I'll probably make an episode about my whole experience with this. Um, but yeah, so it's about seven days. I'm on day seven right now of treatment. Um, and last week's episode, I was only on day two. So, and I shared you guys, shared with you guys like, okay, I'm recording this early. So I thought that I would give you a little update, a little PS, um, update (laughs) after the today's episode. And yeah, I am doing all right. Um, I'm, I have a lot of physical symptoms at this point. Antibiotics have started to get to work. And so I've had pain and I have had some digestive things going on, some digestive issues <laughs> um, and discomfort and stuff, some nausea um, and different things. I'll probably go into a lot more detail in an episode about this because I do want to share. There's not really that much resources out there. I was looking up like, oh, what's people? what are people's experiences with these to drugs that are very, very new um, and just recently researched, really. Like, they really have been um, 
very newly prescribed. They really just kind of figured out that this was a different thing than SIBO and how to target it effectively, probably within the next, like, or the last, like, um, I'm, I think, like, three or four years, at least that it's become more common that doctors are aware of this as well. So, um, and they're still doing research on it. It's been so long <laughs> that they've been researching SIBO and things related to that. And um, so, yeah, all of these things are, are sort of interconnected in the way that they they work on the same type of mechanisms, if you will. Like, they are microbiome-related, and there's, like, a whole, whole thing. But um, I'll probably get into that in another episode. But I am doing okay. It's been not as fun with the side effects that I've been having. I've been having like a lot of side effects, some of which have been really intense at times and some of which I'm like, oh, okay, I'm getting to a better place. It kind of goes up and down. So I will update you guys next week on, you know, how I'm feeling kind of after my treatment course, because, um, it's just kind of been something that I don't really know how it's going to go. I don't really know, you know, afterwards how it's going to go. And, um, there's, there's interesting things with this because it's very, it can be very hard to treat sometimes and it can come back. So I really don't know how I'm going to be doing, but hopefully I'll be doing better. Um, I know they're getting to work, so that is good. And yeah, I'll keep you guys posted, but I hope you have a great week and thanks for joining me today.